0: Attention. Welcome to the Film Mages Podcast, where the popcorn is our ammunition, the
1: couch is our foxhole, and the cinema is our place of worship.
2: Now let me see your warfare.
1: Ah, uh, Oh yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I'm lubing my tube right now.
0: Drinking the water. How are we, we all doing oh. today, folks?
1: I'm doing you know what? I've got a spring in my step and joy in my heart because we're recording the Film Majors podcast and we've hit episode fifty-two. Fifty-two mm. Which means we have been doing the show for fifty-two weeks. Which, which means, means we've been doing it for a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. We did it. We did it. We did it. Every One single week full we fucking trip did around it. the sun. Wow. In the next year, I think you're going to find that we are going to take a break or two. Uh, there, might, there might actually be a hiatus during the holidays. Yeah, like a. Because
0: what, what are we going to call this? this? Is like season two now? Or is I don't that going to. No, I don't fucking care. Wow. It's episode. It's, it's genuinely crazy we've been doing this every week yeah. for a year. I mean, good for us.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Hello, yeah. by the way. I'm Zach.
0: I'm Mick.
3: I'm Alexis, and this is the longest commitment of my life.
1: <laughs> oh, there yeah. we go. I'm sorry, <laughs> 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 and uh, you know, I mean, should we just do it? Should I just come right out and say it?
3: Should you? Like, what's going on?
1: Hey, there it <gasps> is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, that was genuinely a little heartbreaking for me.
3: (laughs) I just, yeah, I just had to. I just wanted to steal your thunder for old time's sake, you know?
1: Oh, wow. That's the first time in a long time where that's actually wounded me. Really? (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, it's fitting that we, we, we do it. Like full year around, Yeah, we, full we year, year round. steal yeah. Alexis, way to fucking go, man. On branch. You're welcome. Ouch. You're welcome. <laughs> well, yeah, it is our famous <laughs> segment. If you're jumping in yeah, for the first you're time. Just... Oh, hello. I'm a hello. broken man now. I'm broken. This yeah, is well, our famous a segment. Yeah, well, you're pussyfooting
3: around it, so, you know. Don't you just, say it. You just gotta take the dive.
1: <laughs> what the? What the hell? Uh, yeah, this is our famous segment, what's going on? Famous. It's infamous one night. Yeah, Super yes. Famous. This is, is where we talk about what's going on. And Alexis, I have a question for you because uh, well, you did appear on our last episode because uh mm-hmm. No Man Left Behind. Uh you were not physically <laughs> present because you were at Beyonce. The yeah, how was that? Beyonce. How was Beyonce?
3: Um Crazy. I've never felt more gay in my entire life (laughs) than watching Beyonce. Uh, I'm not, like, unconvinced that she's not just, like, a fucking goddess that walks this earth because, holy shit. Um, Vocal ability? Unmatched. Her visual effects team, dancers, and band? Wow. They're so fucking tight. Like, whoever does her visual effects... They deserve all the money that they get. Her dancers were like incredible, and the band is really good. I was going like fucking wild over the brass section at one point because you know I, you know I love a good brass section.
1: <laughs> I I have heard. Um, I, one might say that you're horny for horns.
3: Indeed, indeed. In fact, even even in roommate was just like I don't know. Beyonce got me feeling some things, and I was like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. It was it was good.
1: Excellent, love it. Okay, well, it follow up question. <laughs> follow up question for all. Mm-hmm. Who's been watching films? Who's seen a movie? Ooh, that is the I've question. Because
3: I've seen a movie, Alexis. I believe
1: you and I have both seen the same new release. Ooh, mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, that would be Emma Seligman's Seligman or Seligman. Seligman, no, positive. I think. Seligman, we're gonna yeah. go with Seligman. Emma Seligman's uh, sophomore feature, Bottoms. Uh, for those of you oh. who don't know, Emma Seligman made a uh, very low budget feature that kind of put Rachel Sennett on the map as an actor uh, called mm-hmm. Shiva Baby. I fucking loved Shiva Baby. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah,
3: it's so really good. I was
1: very excited for Bottoms. Alexis, what do you think?
3: Oh my god! <clears throat> what? A delight, (laughs) you know, like I I've just I think I've you know, there's so many like queer female led movies that are set in like the time period where we're all wearing like fucking what are they? The corsets. Corsets Oilers. and shit, you know, like there's so many set during that time period. There's not enough like modern gay girl movies, you know, and it's like it's like a gay girl movie with like the spice of mean girls. But I don't know, something, something way more fucked up than that. And it was so it fun. <laughs> felt
1: like a spiritual successor to Heather's in some ways for me. Uh, yeah,
3: but
1: I personally liked it quite a bit more. Um, I will say, fight, oddly, fight <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, it is trading on. Fo- so essentially, if you don't know the premise of Bottoms is two gay girls uh, who are kind mm. of losers at their high school. Uh, there's a rumor that kind of gets unintentionally started that both of them went to juvie over the summer. Uh, and Mm -hmm. they use that to start (laughs) a, uh, girls only fight club as a way to pick up chicks. Um, there Mm -hmm. are two like hot popular girls who they both have a crush on who they're like, okay, we need to get them in our fight club so we can fuck them. Um,
2: yeah.
1: And, uh, without spoiling anything, my, I, I, first off, Love the movie Thought it was fucking Hilarious Uh Ayo Edabiri Is So fucking funny There's a Point yeah. where she is Telling a story From <laughs> Her Supposed time <laughs> At Juvie Where she's like Talking Juvie? about this girl Who's Yeah this girl Who stepped up to her And then she's like And then I Uh Took her outside And I punched her So hard that she died uh, <laughs> But but she but only died
3: for a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, for a short amount of time. They brought her back. Um, yeah. But the, there is a, a kind of a central rivalry with a group of jock boys that I don't feel like <laughs> totally pays off in a satisfying way without spoiling the third act. But I... Weirdly enough, as the guy who was, like, Heather's is kind of, like, mean-spirited and, like, I don't... This movie yeah. kind of feels like it was written by a school shooter. I wanted to see these jock boys get it a lot more than they did. And it felt like, to me, yeah. that was where the movie was building to. Because they did a really good yeah. job just making me go, like, man, fuck these guys. These guys are horrible. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> they, need to, they
1: need to be punished. <laughs> They're, like... Um,
3: They're they were wearing their uniforms like every single day. Like they never took them off. They're wearing wearing their cleats in the hallway. Like their Letterman jackets all the time.
1: No, their jerseys and fucking like shoulder pads. Really? Yes. Wow. It is definitely a movie. It does not exist on planet Earth.
3: There's so many, like, random little fun, like, Easter eggs, though. Like, okay, so Nicholas Galitzine, he's actually been in, like, a couple of, like, gay movies. Um, He was in Red, White, and Royal Blue, and then this other movie from 2016 called Handsome Devil. And um, I just love that he's Sorry, on this, life. like, poster for the game and he's like totally naked like (coughs) practically except for like a jock strap and it says like (laughs) get horny for the game or something but they're like the posters are all over school you know and um he at the, the beginning where like he's chasing after his girlfriend his girlfriend gets into the car with the two lesbians and then he's like get out of the car and then they she like forward like an inch with her car and like taps his kneecaps and he just like falls to the ground yeah, in the most like dramatic flops. way yeah literally flops like gives the like performance of his lifetime um pretending that he is like hurt it's so funny I don't know that man yeah. what a gem <laughs>
1: I I would definitely recommend seeing Bottoms. This really kind of rounds out a summer that I feel like was kind of defined by very solid female-led comedies.
3: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Because I mean, you got Bottoms, you got Joyride, you got No Hard Feelings. Obviously, you got Barbie. Um, yeah, I just I think that you know, fellas, you gotta you gotta start pulling your weight in the comedy world because you know. All of the all of the good comedies I like this summer were led by women. Men, you have to make um, more movies because make, women are having comedies. Women, and women and are, too many. Women are taking the lead. What are you doing, man?
3: Women are having their moment. We got to steal it back. Um, yeah, boys.
1: Yeah, I think, I, <laughs> boys. I, I don't know. What I are think we doing, thing. boys? The I, ladies
3: are winning. <sighs> Yo. I'll okay. Can I just say though, <laughs> most underrated uh, shot. The Pussy Shot Because
1: The, the Pussy Joyride Shot From in,
3: in The Pussy Shot In Joyride But also Like Remember I like I, I love Park Sean Wook Obviously Right Yeah And <laughs> I think he's the first person That I've ever seen Do a Pussy POV shot POV um, and, You
1: are a vagina
3: Yeah And uh Fucking Joyride Fucking It's like They took They took it back You know yeah. Reassess the situation Hell and went yeah. farther.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have to go deeper. Um,
3: <laughs> no, so, they
1: did. <laughs> uh, Mick, did you did you walk, watch any films in the past week?
0: Uh, I did. Uh, I caught uh, the 35th anniversary. Oh, I of, wanted to go oh, so bad. Of They Live, re released in theaters. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah my uh, my buddy and I went, and um, that.
1: Uh, it's got such a good movie. It's fine, man. Your buddy didn't want to go over anything. It's fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was in San Diego, so it would have made it hard. Yeah, for it, so, but it, my feelings are still hurt.
0: I know. I'm sorry.
1: That's not okay. But <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to have other friends.
0: I've never seen it on the big screen before, and um, such a good time. I've never seen it with an audience, and it was it was amazing because you get it, it's just a reminder of just how many good lines there are in that film. You know, uh, Mama said she don't like no tattletales. <laughs> and then my favorite, which is um, Life's a, a bitch, bitch and, and she's in heat. heat. Oh
1: god, the crowd went nuts
0: when <laughs> I that do, line went. I
1: I do love how that movie is just like peppered with like lines that fucking Roddy Piper definitely wrote in like his like oh, yeah. WWE like catchphrase book.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, uh. <laughs> it, it, So, so good. Um, Now that aliens are confirmed, I am convinced that They Live is a documentary. (laughs) I mean, after everything going on, um, if you don't know, if you have not seen They Live, you have to, it's the best, like. It's my boy. Anti-capitalist. It's it's my
1: motherfucking boy, Johnny C. It's very communist. Yeah, it really (sighs) is. But yeah, seeing it in an LA crowd, really, really good time. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say uh, the one the one pushback I'm gonna give on uh, "They Live" being a documentary is: Come on, man, don't blame the aliens. This is clearly us. This is clearly our yeah, fault. Yeah, that's fair. I, <laughs> listen, I, great film, but you know, at the end of the day, we, we we're the bad we're
0: the baddies. Um, yeah, it, mm. I, I've said this before, but every time, Alexis, have you seen "They Live"?
3: Nope. Great watch.
0: Great really, watch. Really good Carpenter film, but every time <laughs> that alleyway fight scene
1: Oh, Mitchy! Oh man. Oh. So this is not, <laughs>
0: that's another POV <laughs> this shot. It's
1: not a visual medium, but we Good just Lord. got like a fucking, just like IMAX view. Yeah. of Alexis's dog's bottle
0: That was a, uh, that was a 70 millimeter shot right there.
1: Good Lord.
3: Oh man. Macro
1: shot on the butt wow. I
3: apologize. I apologize I for her n- state no of undress.
0: That's definitely your kid, Alexis.
3: Oh, 100%. Just fucking free with it and out with it.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Look at my bunghole. Look at me, bunghole.
0: Yeah, speaking of back alleys. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> are
1: you gonna, gonna fucking are you gonna stick with they live or are you gonna transition to the movie I watched last Dr. No, Sean. I'm gonna uh oh no. Well that's actually a good segue. It would have been a fucking fantastic. In fact, segue. you know what? Take it away. Take I, it away. I watched the human centipede.
3: No It's been so long since I saw that movie. What a traumatizing experience.
1: I had never seen it. I feel like if you don't know what the human centipede is, I'd like you to keep living in that world. Um, yeah, for please. those of you who do but for know, for all the little Jimmys and Timmys that are like, for, "What's the uh, human centipede?" <laughs> uh, listen, Google is free. Um, but <laughs> I I like to during September kind of expand my my horror repertoire <laughs> so that I can mm-hmm. continue making my. Uh, Halloween spooktacular list where I do 31, uh, horror recommendations and I change it every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's 31 new films every year. So I need to keep watching horror movies. I need to stay up on it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also like to every now and again, just kind of test the limits, just kind of push the boundaries on what old Zachy boy Mm -hmm. can, can watch. I watched martyrs earlier this year, which honestly didn't get me that bad. Um, Mm-hmm. And I kind of went into the human centipede being like, okay, I mean, this has Can't been be an idea bad. that has, well, it's kind of culturally absorbed at this point. I mean, it's like, it's up there with Saw, pretty much. Well, I would say, like, it's it's one Is of it? those, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if it's as seen, but I, I think it's probably similarly, not, like, it's it's a movie that has kind of become, like, a verb in a way. The Human Centipede is like the yeah, two everyone, girls, one cup of everyone movies. Everyone knows what it is.
3: Yeah, you know, It's like yeah. the two girls, one cup thing in high school. Ex-
1: exactly, exactly yeah. what both of you said. Uh,
3: <laughs> so
1: I went in being like, okay, I probably got this. Really bad to see. Not good? I was yeah. very upset. I was upset and disgusted.
3: That's nasty <laughs> as fuck.
1: Mission accomplished. Uh-oh. It is
3: nasty. Um, <laughs> It I, is nasty, although I'm real. as side note, it would be fun to play a game with, like, all the CEOs that are being, like, striked against right now and decide what order you would put them in. Who would get the caboose, uh, you know?
1: Yeah, fucking Zass loves the caboose. <laughs> um <laughs> I can't wait to see that picket sign. <laughs> that's love you are the back of my human centipede. You are the human centipede caboose. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I've, I've seen gorier movies. Um, and, you know, I'm, like, I, I like to see some fucked up shit on screen. I'm, you know. Um, but, like, conceptually, that's maybe, like, the worst scenario I can imagine, actually. Seeing it in practice... That's really bad. That's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't condone it. I don't like I'm the idea out. of
3: somebody stitching my face. Yeah. Well,
1: there's another aspect to it that I don't really like either. Um, mm-hmm. All of it seems all of it seems pretty awful. Not a fan of the liquid diet. Ugh. Uh. Well, let's just say I'm glad I had dinner before I watched it. Um, yeah, that's not a. That's not a. Let's sit down and eat and watch this. Yeah. Movie. No, I, I I considered it for a minute. I was like, yeah, I'm a big strong guy. No, glad no. I didn't. I would have puked. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I also watched yeah. Labyrinth. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah but oh, I still have never seen that. Yeah. A dance, a magic dance, a dance, a magic dance. That's uh, David Bowie's in that, right? right, right. Yeah. yeah, and uh, very young Jennifer Connelly, right, um, right. Yes. Hansen, yeah, the right. most yes.
3: beautiful eyebrows in the world that woman has.
1: <laughs> she does have so beautiful gorgeous. Eyebrows. Hell yeah, she does. Uh, yeah, I'd never seen it, and I, uh, I kind of had a similar experience watching um, Labyrinth that I did, uh, Alexis, when you pitched Spirited Away. Um, mm-hmm just because, like, I I liked it and like thought it was like technically insane. Um, mm-hmm. I think I just like found myself wishing that I had seen it at like you know ten or eleven. You know, just like a an age where it really, really would have hit. Um, but overall, still a great time. Uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Bowie's. Magic dance song. That's been just on my like list for a one long time.
3: Fucking view. Like, you can just see that shit in those tights the whole <laughs> movie.
1: It's
3: Does crazy. he have Camel toe
1: going on? Uh, yeah, that movie. Have you never seen bulging. Labyrinth?
0: No, I, I again, it's been on my list for a very long time, but I've never managed to oh, get yeah. up to watching it.
3: Well, you definitely <laughs> watch it. It's like a really good puppet movie.
0: Yeah, you should check it out. I love puppets. Yeah, I have an idea for a puppet movie. All right, well, <laughs>
1: go back and listen to our <laughs> Heather's episode if you want to fucking hear about that. You know what? All, you know what else I saw,
0: Was. which I'm I've been wanting to watch for a long. This is did fucked you, up. Did you watch United ninety three <laughs> No, I I watched this movie oh before Labyrinth, which is fucked up because Labyrinth has been on my list for way longer. But I finally watched nineteen ninety five's Roger Donaldson's Species. Oh yeah. Nice.
1: Um, the in Roommate fucking loves Species. Does he? Yes. The End oh, Roommate wow. has pitched Species to me multiple you know, times. I think The End Roommate's onto something
0: because it is trash, but it's so fun. Seeing <laughs> like a horny alien just decimate men who aren't the perfect suitor is the best fucking time suitor i hardly know her it's it's really good the cast is amazing that <laughs> they had for you have ben kingsley michael madsen mm-hmm. what forest Whitaker. what yeah i cut
1: like mm-hmm. like 10 minutes of this at a hotel one time so
0: yeah it's it's really good the effects are really good i mean this the the vfx is not so good because there's a full mm-hmm. full uh cg alien at one point but I did not know that it's... Isn't in,
1: the design H.R. Geiger? Yeah,
0: it's H.R. Geiger. That's in the first fact,
1: time I ever heard a species. I was reading an H.R. Geiger book at the library.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a sequence where the species... Uh, what's her name? OSIll, is having nightmares. Because basically when this creature is like coming through puberty, it's very you know, stressful for her. and So she's having all these night terrors. And one of the sequences of the night terrors is a bone train. There's a bone train.
1: Excuse me. Yes. (laughs) Did you say the bone train? There's literally
0: a bone train.
1: (laughs) Alexis, would you like to hop aboard my bone train?
0: (laughs) And what's amazing is I I found out. (laughs) uh, Apparently, Warner Brothers was like, um, "We love all of this, but the bone train, the bone train, (laughs) is interesting, but just too expensive, so we can't." Um, we're we're, we're going to cut that. And H.R. Geiger... Is, this is why
1: executives are fucked up. H.R. Geiger... Telling me,
0: goddamn bone train's too expensive. He was really involved with the production of the film. And uh, he put up his own money, which is, like, well over $200,000, to film the bone train the sequence. Bone train. <laughs> and that's why it's in the movies, because H.R. Geiger's personal
1: money went into... I need the bone train. It has to be in there. I would spend 200 that if I had 200 grand. Oh yeah. I wouldn't for much longer I it's, would It's in the movie not, for maybe not like for <laughs> a movie. I would just make a bone make train. a bone train. I'd make a train out of bones. It's in
0: the movie for like 20 seconds, but those 20 seconds are pivotal. <laughs> for the, the the bone train.
1: <laughs> the bone train. But uh, uh Alexis don't worry, admission to the bone train I, is free. I definitely you don't pay. No, thank you in money, <laughs> we
2: definitely
0: recommend uh, uh, Species. I think it's a really good time. My, Michael Madsen, he said, like, yeah, you know, I'm really, really proud of that movie. You know, I, I, that's actually one of my finest works. He actually said that. That's a solid it, Madsen, it one of my finest works. But you know, uh, the sequels are trash. <laughs> I just did that for the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of want to watch two and three, and there's even a fourth one. Well oh Yeah, it, 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 it stars um, this. One of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, Natasha Henstridge, plays the alien. And she is stunning. I mean, the, the casting is amazing. She is one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. The only other thing that I know that she's been in is Ghosts from Mars. Oh. The John Carpenter oh. film oh, with Ice Cube. Don't bring up Ghosts from Mars, Where all the man. Martians are just a bunch of punks. Oh, man. but that's, uh, that's a, That movie's a tough watch. Yeah, definitely check out Species. Good time. Really all good right.
1: time. Yeah. Okay, we got anything else going on, anybody, or do we want to keep this bone yeah, yeah. train rolling? All right, I, uh, well let's have. I, re-
3: I rewatched Cocktail, and Zach, I already told you, my biggest takeaway is the movie may not be great cinema. There are low stakes in many ways, but good God, Tom Cruise does—he l- just looks so good bartending, <laughs> like. Which one is this? That movie, I realize Cocktail. Yeah, I 90- realized that you said from Cocktail.
1: 1988. cocktail- there was a hot second where I thought you said shark tail. Um yeah, and then I then I had to think back on how we had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. At the car wash. Um, at the, and then at I the also re-watched yeah. Boogie Nights.
0: Which Oh fuck yeah. God, Hell yeah.
3: Just love Boogie Nights. Motorhead. Dude, love that fucking scene with the with Alfred Molina where like they're 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 selling fake drugs, you know? And then they just, yeah. like, end up getting, like, shot up, basically. And then they're, like, trying to run away. But Alfred Molina's character is, like, clearly, like, he was on drugs earlier. And so, like, and he's playing his awesome mixtape, number six, in one of the songs. is <laughs> he's, he's so cool. Like, Motorhead! <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and he's throwing firecrackers in
1: his house. Yeah, the progressively, <laughs> yeah. like, louder and louder rendition of Jesse's Girl.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I love
1: that scene so much. He's so good. good He's so good in that movie. Alfred oh, Molina yeah. is in Species.
0: What? Yeah. He is. <laughs> that's another one I the forgot. One Alfred Molina fucks the alien. Isn't
3: he the one who's sympathetic to, sympathetic to her? Is it him or is um, Forrest Whitaker? N-
0: no, that's Forrest Whitaker. Alfred Molina Alfred is just horny and British. <laughs>
1: Mm. Wow Like when the, spe- when the Species really goes didn't... into
0: its hotel room He's like, oh, this never happens oh, I don't know what to do And then he just starts unbuttoning himself
1: in. <laughs> Okay, alright, well maybe no! I'll watch Species this... You gotta do it Maybe I'll watch it's Species this month Again, I'm, you know, I'm always on the hunt for new horror films uh, Email us, uh, filmmagerspot at gmail.com See if you can recommend a horror movie That I haven't seen It's gonna be harder than you think But you'll be able to do it You'll be able to do it for sure. Yeah. There's so many movies out there. Uh, yeah. Nice. Well, there's a lot of movies. There's, there's a lot of movies if out there's, there. If there's one thing this podcast could teach you, there's a lot of movies. Uh, <laughs> and with that, <laughs> let's hop out of what's going on. We want to get right into it? I, I, I say we just
0: go right into it.
1: we are right back. Hello, yeah, just everybody. Just right in there. We're
3: slippity,
0: slippity, slippity
1: slippity sliding right back in. Mm. Uh, We are out of what's going on, and we are into our final big topic of our first year of the film majors. Yes. Yes, we are. We thought long and hard about this, and we ultimately decided that, you know, what could be better to talk about than films with some cartoonishly evil white guys? Yes. Because the film we are talking about today... Really does have some some devilish Really really putting putting the devil in white devil, and also putting the white in white devil. Yes. It's got some white devils. It does. So, uh...
0: And, yeah, an emphasis on, like, uh, you know how a lot of pictures... What we mean by this is, like, a lot of pictures, you know, that have, um... Non-white people as villains oftentimes just do them as caricatures, completely one-dimensional stereotypes. So when we say movies were the white devils, we mean like giving white people the treatment that white people have been giving everyone else. Yes. Since the Mm -hmm. dawn of time.
1: That's correct. Yes. Uh, And there are
0: some. There are some pretty good ones out there. What are we thinking? Well, there is a great one last year.
1: Yeah, this was what I was I mean gonna we
0: should just up. we should just talk about R-R-R. it. R R R.
1: R R R. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Indian film uh about fighting British colonialism. Mm-hmm. Uh and mm-hmm. there are some truly just like one note British bad guys. Yeah. Hello it's good show. Th- that kind of thing. Um who mm-hmm. you know get their fucking comeuppance, which is lovely to see. Yeah,
0: that that movie does a really good job of just, you know, they don't they don't have to they don't have to complicate it. They just portray the British colonizers of India as just like these rat bastards. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the final shot of uh, with with the uh, the Union Jack
1: Oh, it's so good. Or is it the, is it the Union Jack? Yeah, or is it's it, the
0: Union Jack. Yeah, just getting splattered with, with British blood.
1: Yeah. Oh, Lord. The sun setting on the British Empire. Yeah. Yeah, rules. owns <laughs> bones. Uh, what else we got, everybody?
3: No. That, that I, that was, I was my my i I thought a uh-huh. long and hard about it, and it was that or Indiana Jones. Oh,
1: okay. Please, do tell.
0: Indiana Jones.
3: We you, you you people can listen to our episode because we talked in length about how cartoonishly evil the fucking Nazis are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's you I'd know, say that counts. I, I, I'll i definitely count that. I like that. Yeah. The uh, the fucking glasses. A man so evil, his coat hanger is evil. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. a good pick. The coat
3: hanger. Uh,
1: well, I'd like to do a little uh, a little cross promotion for a. Uh, a bonus show that we have mm-hmm. oh and yeah that's a good you could yeah, pick, a good pick any one of the purge films basically and you will get a different type of cartoonishly evil white i mean the first one you have like it's it's not quite as satisfying because it's you know uh like yuppie like Ivy League school type whites, uh, attacking, you know, uh, McMansion whites, uh, but really they are attacking the McMansion whites to try to kill a homeless black man, so, you know, definitely counts. Uh, the second one, we've got, like, some evil, like, wealthy auction whites, uh, Hmm. then there's, uh, the third one, which has, uh... Like an evil, evangelical, Mitt Romney-type white politician who oh, uh, that's right. yeah. delivers a sermon about the value of the perch, mm. uh, which is incroyable. The fourth one has uh, a fucking guy who I, I don't know if it's stated explicitly as a cop. There are also evil cops in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, but I like to think that he's a cop. Uh, Who is like dressed up in a fucking Nazi uniform and a gimp mask Right Um, And then uh, the forever purge Has some uh, You know like fucking January 6th style uh, Evil mega whites So really it is just Your cup runneth over Of one dimensional Evil white people who Correspond to uh, people Who plague American society So, uh, you know, listen to the Purge cast and uh, you'll hear more about these guys. You know,
3: it made me think about Ready or Not and also The Invitation because, Mm -hmm. you know, just two horror movies where it's like it's literally just. And and I think it's more so like The Invitation because you actually have a your central character is actually a woman of color. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, Mick, you saw you saw The Invitation, right? Mm
2: hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You yes.
3: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like wait. Um, yeah, no. So basically just a bunch of white devilish. people looking for a bride for their the man of this manor and uh, yeah. Um, turns out they're all either undead or or they're just beholden to this fucking vampire. So um devilish. and then they're trying to get her. Yeah, super devilish. But yeah, it's always the, the, the white people are always trying to trap <laughs> trap the people of color somewhere.
1: It's apparently it's one of our favorite activities. Yeah. Not us. We're the good ones.
0: Another one of my favorites where white people are just cartoonishly evil and and really funny stereotypes is Undercover Brother. I still need to see that. I've oh been God. recommending that movie that to me for years. That's a really is so good funny. one. Where they where they play on the whole femme fatale thing with white she devil played by Denise Richards.
3: <laughs> and literally.
0: Then you have Mr. Feather and literally the name of the bad guy who's behind all of this is the man. <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta fight the man. That's that's literally his name. You gotta stick it to the man. Um but yeah, no, uh all of the white goons, uh, just everyone is just so Stupid. It's beautiful. Oh, and um, oh shoot! What what is it? Patrick uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He's <laughs> he's the um, political hire of this uh, secret society of, of, of black spies because of affirmative action. They have to have <laughs> at least one white person. And Neil Patrick Harris plays the awkward That is the guy, funniest
1: white person you could pick. The
0: awkward guy in the office that just no one likes. He's just here.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. It's like,
1: hey, uh, why
0: uh, why is the white boy here? And they're like, hey, man, affirmative action. What can I tell you? <laughs> and he's like singing. He's like listening to Backstreet Boys, like on his Walkman and just like singing along to it. Oh, my God. And he, oh, I love the scene where he walks in. He's like, um, guys, uh, I just saw... I, I don't know if you've seen it, um, Roots. R- r- roots. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I now understand the the plight of the colored man, and he <laughs> he gets on this like soapbox. My it's God! Just like, they're like, ah, this is bad, but at least he's trying, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I definitely recommend Undercover Brother. Nice. I, I need to rewatch that. It's been so long. Yeah,
1: let me know when you do. I, I want to see it. That
0: sounds funny. Also, another episode that we did during Comedy Month Blazing Saddles. Yeah. That has some good cartoonishly mm-hmm. evil white guys. Yep. Just make fun of the cowboys, you know?
1: The w- one other one that I'd, uh, I'd like to use as a bit of jumping off point is mm-hmm. uh, Ipmon 2. Yes. Ip Man 2 uh, deals with the, like, British colonization of Hong Kong. Is that the second one or the fourth one? Uh, that's the second one. I haven't seen the fourth one. Fourth one. Might also deal with it.
0: Yeah, because I know the fourth one, It's a I think it's a British boxer. No, that's the
1: second one. Are you sure? I'm positive. I just, I looked it up this morning.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, what's the fourth one?
1: Uh, that's the one where uh, Bruce Lee is in it.
0: Oh, I haven't seen oh, it. but okay. that's what the end
1: of the third one sets up. That's
0: the second one, then. Yes,
1: this is what I'm saying. Okay, this is what I've been saying. Oh, yes,
0: you're, you're right. You're right. It is a second one. I just, uh,
1: just, just remembered. But yeah, the uh, the second Ipman movie uh, features Ipman going up against uh, a British boxing champion named Taylor the Twister Miller. That's right. Uh, uh, Twisted mirror. He is a fucking, like, tea-slurping British stereotype, if ever I have seen one. Uh, and you just, you want to see him uh, fall to Ip Man's Kung Fu. Great actor they got to play that. Yeah. I
0: remember he, he, he was really good at acting at 110%. Darren
1: Shalavi. He's yeah. a uh, English actor, martial artist, and stuntman. Um, I give a lot of credit to these, to these British actors that play the British baddies. I like it's. I dream of that role. I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. My <laughs> my two. I was telling Alexis this when we were watching uh, today's film, but I was like, my two dream roles are uh, white guy in a kung fu movie. Yeah. Who goes? Yes. like Get them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just, like, I have, like, two lines and then I get kicked in the face by Jackie Chan. Uh, That's the dream. (laughs) And uh, that or a goon in Gotham who's, like, loading crates into a van at night and then is, like... Come on, man. Bat? There ain't no bat. And then I look up as Batman's kind of flying down towards me, and then I go, it's the bat! And then I just get, like, fucking my shit rocked. I want to be a goon who gets my ass absolutely handed you to me. To I, think, I think that would be so fun. Um, but yeah, the reason we're talking about the cartoonishly evil white guys is that today's film features some of those. And that film hmm. is either... Drunken Master 2, as it was uh, released in Hong Kong, or uh, The Legend of Drunken Master. Now, it stars Jackie Chan.
0: Mm -hmm. The man, uh, the myth, the legend. It is a
1: 1994 film. Uh, It was directed by Chan and Lao Karlung, who is also in the film. And uh, do we have a little description for this?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, here, uh, here's a great description. It says, From a land where honor and tradition reign, come the legend of a martial arts hero unlike any other, the drunken master, played by Jackie Chan, who can turn just one drink into devastation and humiliation for his enemies. His technique is fast, furious, and powerfully funny. <sighs> Not loving that
1: Uh, No I didn't That's not (laughs) That's not really That's not at the top of my Google review Alexis how do you feel about that Synopsis Uh,
3: It's a little bare bones Um, Yeah
0: It's the bone train Of of descriptions
3: (laughs) I would (laughs) say. The bone
1: train train. (laughs) I can't not do it
3: (laughs) I mean Yeah Quite a lot of things happened, to be honest, and I think it would start to feel like, and then this, and then this, and then this, if you really started describing what happened in this movie,
1: because <laughs> it's, yeah, a, it's a lot guess of, he- like,
3: little things
0: yeah it is a lot of little things that are fast, yeah. furious, and powerfully funny.
1: I guess it does get at the tone in like the most annoying way, um especially when you read it like that um, mm-hmm. but uh it this is a movie that has like a lot of a lot of gags like yes. it is mm-hmm. this is a a gag based film largely there is you know an underlying plot of uh the British trying to steal Chinese artifacts for the yeah, London from Museum former, <laughs> from former dynasties—that's hmm. yeah. never happened in real life. Yeah, um, I, I also hmm. love the
0: the worker rebellion that's happening. Yes, because they all work at the steel plant that is basically now being operated by the British, and they have kind of like. Uh, not a puppet regime because it's a business, but they, they have people that are from Hong Kong in place that are sympathetic to the British, and they are, they are the baddies. Yes. In addition to the British. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, well, because you're not going to have a bunch of British guys doing kung fu. I mean, come on. Yeah. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. But as, as Elvis Presley once said, there's only two kinds of people who know it Chinese and the king, and I'm one of those.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah um, I know I've said this before on the podcast But um, Legend of Drunken Master Or Drunken Master 2 Is a prime example of why it's so important To have physical media stores
1: yes. And rental houses yes. For movies Because yeah.
0: when, I, when I discovered this movie It was completely by accident I remember I was going to college With you with 2 and, um,
1: that's one day, how we became
0: the titular filmmaker That is how that, that is how it all started. And one day I, I was just like looking through Hong Kong movies cause I was just in the fight movie mood, you know, where you just kind of want to explore all of the Kung Fu type
1: stuff, really great genre. And that's I, the fucking whitest way you could have said that. that hey, that's incredible. Yeah, I could have a projector. I had to explore all the kung fu. I stuff. had to
0: do it. Um, and I go to this this store that's in our uh, college town called La Dulce uh, Video which was this fantastic movie rental store. It was so beautiful yeah, inside. Yeah, if you're
1: in Arcata, California check it out. Go, go patronize them. Yeah.
0: It's, it's amazing. And yeah, I went through the Hong Kong section. I found Drunken Master 2 with Jackie Chan mm-hmm. on, on the cover. Like, this has got to be good. And It was one of the best happy accidents I've ever had. It was like when you rent a movie like, oh, this might be one of my all time favorites. And then going forward, I would show all my friends uh, that movie when they would come over. And there wasn't a single person that didn't like it.
1: Yeah. So I think that's a a good place to hop in. Alexis, this was your first viewing of Drunken Master 2. Mm -hmm. We watched it together. What do you think?
3: Delightful. Not as much as Bottoms, but, you know, there's no gay girls in it, so. <laughs> fair
0: enough, fair enough. Drunken Master 2, delightful. No not as girls. much as Bottoms.
1: <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> put two it on the goddamn I saw box. Two the
3: same week. Two very different um, vibes, but. Both for do sure, have for some sure, great fight I scenes, w- though. I did enjoy Drunken Master 2. I'm not really, like an action or Kung Fu person necessarily. Um, it would have been really, it probably would have been really hard for me to sit down and watch this like by myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You had fun. You had fun watching
3: it. I did actually have a fun time. It's a
1: fun movie to show somebody.
0: Yeah. I I was going to say, I I get what you mean Alexis, like watching it by yourself. Um, like this is a great movie to put on when you have friends over or having like a little party. Mm. This is good for a group.
1: We had a few drinks.
0: Yeah, that also yeah. very much helped. Yeah, you don't Zach, need to Zach watch this drunk to enjoy new
3: wine it. While we were watching it, he's like another glass. <laughs> I yeah. was
0: like
1: red wine, white wine, red it, wine,
0: white wine. Exactly. Yeah. It, What's this one? <laughs> it has an X and a zero on it. Because your hero just like he gets so powerful when he drinks. Drinking with friends as you're watching this film is one of the best times ever. You feel more powerful. You do. You feel it as the movie progresses. You feel, you feel
1: the strength of the alcohol. You become in sync with our hero. So there are two sequences mm-hmm. where, uh, F- uh, Fei Hung, our main character, yeah. uh, gets absolutely shmammered while using his drunken boxing, because there is a running gag throughout the movie where people are like, Oh, drunken boxing, that's not very powerful. It can't fight. Um, and the first time he gets drunk to use his drunken boxing is when someone steals his stepmom's necklace. Uh, I fucking mm. love his stepmom. His stepmom she's is a good arguably she's, the she's best phenomenal. character in the movie. Yeah, my favorite. We're introduced to her as, uh, you know, Fei Hung and his dad, and I think kind of like their servant, So. So, I, I don't quite get so. the relationship between them and So. I feel so bad for So, man. Uh, listen, yeah, So's a little forget. snake. <laughs> They're
0: always blaming everything <laughs> on Remember the scene where they like, who, who did this? Uh, uh, it, it was So. And then you just see him fall down the staircase at <laughs> the back. Yeah, so, you are to blame for this.
1: <laughs> um but uh, yeah, the first time we meet the stepmom, she is playing a game of mahjong with all these other ladies, and then they're, they're gambling. gambling. Yeah, they're gambling, and then the no, minute they're gambling.
3: <laughs> they're gambling hard, she's winning. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's winning. Yeah, the minute that uh, Fei Hung's dad and uh, Fei Hung and So show up, all of them are like. In this tableau, where like the stepmom like has her hand on another woman's forehead, and she's like, "Oh, well, I just, you know, I, you told me that, you know, a doctor never turns away a sick person. No, it's it's only gynecology. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it."
3: Uh, oh, <laughs> it's then, so like, good. Well, well, she has one hand on the woman's forehead, and then she has her other hand on the other woman's like. Pulse point, but Checking they're all like lay, like laying against this like table, like languishing. Yeah, yes.
1: And then uh, Fei Hung is like, uh, are they uh, have they lost very much money? And she just quietly goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So needless to say, this lady is the first person who gives Fei Hung alcohol. To fight. Oh yeah, she's um, always on his side. Yeah, the, uh... When these goons are, like, fighting him over the bag with her necklace in it, she's like, Fei Hung, give them a lesson in drunken boxing, and just starts chucking him wine. At one point, mm-hmm. definitely chucks him whiskey, and he's like, what kind of wine is this? And she's like, I don't know, I can't read English. It has an X and a zero on it. And he's like, Ugh, good wine! Yeah. Um...
0: <laughs> I love how she has her entourage of Mahjong players go into the bar and just grab as many liquor bottles as they can. Yeah, mm-hmm. put it on
1: Mrs. Wong's tab. You have to pay for that. Yeah, put it on Mrs. Wong's tab. <laughs> um, but the the other thing that I just fucking love is how goddamn red Jackie Chan gets in the fight. Yeah, yeah, His before... His face becomes... Yeah. B- Beat red I mean
0: when I first saw it I was like Is this motherfucker Really drinking Cause I mean He is just beat red That's a great way to say it Yeah Apparently like Right before they would roll He would put his head Like between his legs And just like Hold his breath Really hard And bring Jesus. all the blood To his head And then he would Go up really quickly And then they would Call action
3: wow. And that's why
0: his face Is that red Cause he's just com- All his blood Just went straight to that's it That's commitment Yeah Oh my I god mean, And then he has to do Fight choreography with, with all of all the of blood that, in his head, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he looks fucking drunk. Though I mean, that's really effective. Yeah, he it's really crazy. Does. It's crazy. And apparently drunken boxing is a real thing. Yeah, no, I knew that. I, I did not th- know f- that. The
1: first time I ever heard about this movie was in like. Late middle, early high school. Oh, wow. I was in a, I was taking Aikido mm-hmm. and uh, like this was brought up as like, a, you know, okay, remember to stay relaxed, be like Drunken Master. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Right, right. And now I'm like, oh. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah now, now we
1: know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So that's
0: fascinating. This is, you know, basically like they live. It's like a documentary, basically. Yeah,
1: it'll you teach know? you that <laughs> it'll teach the you wonders the wonders that can the world. happen if you get hammered. Everyone should try um, this.
3: What are your guys's favorite moves? Because all the moves have different like weird names to them.
1: Oh, my that. God. That is one of my favorite. I'm glad you brought that up. That's one Good of my question. favorite aspects of this movie. I have mine. Uh, the one that I remember is um, Uncle So cleaning whiskers in the brook. Yes. Uh Which is where he like wraps his arms around someone's head and just kind of gets them in like this circular thing where he's like slapping them upside the head. Yeah, he's like, it's like a washing machine type thing. Yeah, it's putting them on spin cycle. Um, I, yeah, I really love that one. (laughs) I love my
0: my favorite is the corkscrew. Oh my God. Corkscrew is the best. Corkscrew is when you run at somebody and then you completely jump like. Horizontally towards them, spinning Spinning your body and and you ashing them at the (laughs) top of your head, and you headbutt them, and that's called the corkscrew. That's a good one, Alexis. Do you
1: have a favorite?
3: I don't like now that I think about it, I can't remember any of the names. Um, but that show was that show was funny. It's 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 almost like its own little Easter egg, it's just reading all the descriptions of all
0: the moves. Isn't there one called that? I think he's like drunk at one point and he goes, Angel pissing
1: uh oh yeah no there's one where he's like leaning up against a uh like bench yes after he's like knocked a guy down and he's just like kind of smiling and one of the ladies goes to his stepmom, and she's like what's this move called and she goes angel pisses and she's like what and she's like i don't know i've never seen it before yeah that's <laughs> what it was it's fucking stepmom, man coming in with the bangers yeah she's so funny <laughs> um the other the other one that i love is i believe it's called uh uh, cripple Lee Serving Cups and Kicking Constantly. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, classic. I, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> that's, yeah, if you're... So, one, apologies, because the only version of this movie that you can rent on Prime is the English dub. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, still watch the movie. It's, you know... It, there's so many visual gags that, like, it it's will amazing. still be funny. Yeah. But if you can track down the Blu-ray with the original yeah. Cantonese and uh, English subtitles. Well, like, the, the, you can just, like, the delivery of the lines are so fun. Like, Jackie Chan yeah. singing his little song about how he hates his dad when he's... Oh, uh, my God. So when he's just in a drunken
0: stupor yeah, and so it's all
1: sad. After, yeah. after the big fight where he gets the necklace back, he accidentally hits his dad because he's too drunk. Yeah. And his dad kind of yeah. throws him out of the... Uh, the what is it the school where he teaches drunken boxing right, right. um and he's like sad and drinking at this restaurant he's like he, i
3: get no freedom
1: yeah he, he performs this song called i hate daddy yeah <laughs> and it is so <laughs> funny my
0: favorite is after the dad disowns him and he he runs away from the house and then so's like i'll go get him and then he starts running off, and then the dad, he's just completely distraught with what he's just done and, and what just happened. He goes, so, so... And he turns around, this big, dramatic moment, like he's going to say something super important. He goes, over there! Because so was running <laughs> in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes yeah. the other way. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, My
3: favorite (sighs) gag of this movie is 100% when the stepmother pretends that she is pregnant. Oh, and she's trying to abort the the kid. Yeah, and then she's like, I front flip. I back somersault and then her husband keeps catching her because I don't even like what was the reasoning? She's like trying to throw herself on the ground, but she's She's like four months pregnant. So he keeps catching her and she keeps doing all this like wild shit (laughs) that she's trying to induce a miscarriage. Yeah, like not Physically, that I condone with Faking a pregnancy to get out of Marital strife, but also but I condone work. fake pregnancy To get out of marital strife If this woman does it
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty hilarious No, it's so fucking good I I love that scene Also, at the end of that, she falls on her belly And then he mm-hmm. like Sits her down in a chair and she goes like
3: Oh, oh
1: I'm alright Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah that bitch that Um, bitch is crazy i love her she's my favorite part of the whole movie hands down just the 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 utter drama of everything that she does is just so so melodramatic she
1: she knows how to play that fucking man like a fiddle yeah um
3: she really (laughs) does i believe
1: jackie chan I, i don't know I don't know the exact age, but I know for a
0: fact that Jackie Chan is older than the actress that plays the stepmom. Yeah. Well, you know, she's a stepmom. Yeah.
3: The dad remarried a little younger. It's interesting. Oh, wait. The other moment that I love with her is when um, I don't know if Jackie Chan. I can't remember at what point, but she goes and she's like, oh, you won't help him. I must pray to his mother then. And she goes over to Jackie Chan's mom's like shrine. And she's like, sister,
1: <laughs> fucking alpha move."
3: <laughs> like just literally playing this man, like a fiddle, like giving him the most guiltiest conscience by calling upon the spirit of his dearly departed first wife. You know what? Yes. She's so smart. It's a
1: boss move. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we also have to get into the second drunken fight in this film. Oh, yeah. Which is the finale. Yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I would argue, I think I brought this up on our last episode, Old Boy, go listen to it, um, where we were talking about the best cinematic fights. I think this might be my favorite, like, physical fight in any film. Yeah. Maybe bar none. Uh, because you know the the finale of the film takes place in this steel factory where the workers are being exploited by the British. It's mm-hmm. where the British are going to ship the Chinese artifacts out from, um, and also they've now laid off all the workers, refusing to pay them. Yeah, time. refusing to pay them. Um, that fucking scene. Holy yeah. shit! Like,
0: we'll work like we'll work overtime if you pay us overtime. And then, and then the big white henchman's like Well, we already provide you room and board That's enough That's
1: enough It's like,
0: you fuckers God damn it
1: Yeah um, So mm-hmm. they, they kind of raid this factory And Jackie Chan faces off against uh, Kind of the two main henchmen One of whom is played by his... Uh, Real life bodyguard Andy Lau. Yeah. Um, mm. and there is something that's uh, set up in the first act where you're like, surely this is not going to come back. It's the only time we see a uh, great setup and payoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cantonese subtitled uh, when it's written down. Yeah. Which is uh, we see all this industrial alcohol in the building, <laughs> um, and you know. As this this fight goes on. Uh, Fei Hung's doing pretty well, but then you know he's kind of on the ropes. He's beaten. He's thrown across hot coals, which you know Jackie Chan really did because he's a maniac. Um, yeah. And then he's like lying by this industrial alcohol, and then he remembers the words of his father: "Water sinks, but it also floats boats." Yes. So, which is. I think arguing that, like, you can drink in moderation, which is funny because that is not what he That's does what <laughs> in the happens. finale of this movie. He yeah. gets more drunk than any man has ever been.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As we talked about in the last episode, that moment where he just chugs his stuff. Yes. And then regurgitates it, vomits it.
1: Yeah, he spits it out he at oh it. My kind gosh. of the secondary henchman who's got this, like, r- red hot. Poker that he's stuck in these coals, yeah, and it blasts fire onto this guy, yeah. Um, and just the reaction of the bad
0: guy just being completely terrified, yeah. Andy Lau
1: looks like Is legit. it Andy Lau? I thought it's Ken Lau. Uh, it says Andy Lau on uh Google, oh, um, there's Ken Lowe. Ken Lowe, okay, I think that's who the
0: henchman is. Ken, Ken, Ken Lowe is the okay, yeah. Andy
1: Lau, I think, is the guy who gets lit on fire, mm. um. Anyways, but uh, yeah, then we get this final confrontation between uh, Jackie Chan and this big goon where he is just like going ape shit he is so like worked up that there's a point where he turns his back on the fight yeah. and just starts breaking shit with his hands yeah like he just breaks a table in half and it is frightening to watch yeah but my my other favorite like aspect of that final confrontation is there's points where he's getting like Kicked in the head and hit in the head, and he's acting like he's blocking it. He's like, Yeah, that's with his block. face. Yeah, he's blocking it with his fucking face. It is
0: insane. Yeah, Ken Lowe, his ability to kick is incredible. It's yeah. unbelievable. But it's yeah, got that, really long legs. That, that last sequence, mm-hmm. which is seven minutes, took four months to shoot. I buy that. That's a four month shoot. And they said that apparently, like a full that's day crazy. of shooting. Full day of shooting would give them on average three seconds of usable footage. Oh my god. Yeah.
3: That's crazy. Day after day
0: after day. And the and the coals that he gets kicked into, those are real coals. Yep. Those, those are, are real coals. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The fucking um whatchamacallit, I love that they do like the I don't know, like outtakes or whatever at the end of the movie. During the end you credits. Just see fucking Jackie get his like ass handed to him because he's doing yeah. all these stunts himself.
0: Like those Bananas. big metal buckets that, are that filled looked with iron that
1: yeah. so bad. actually dropped him. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: fucking crazy. I, yeah, that's something I really love about Hong Kong films that I've, I just w- wish we got more of is like in an action movie over the end credits, you get all of the outtakes yeah. of just stunts gone wrong or whatever, or just something funny. Like yeah. that's, that's I a would delightful
1: like, way to end a movie. I would like to see that with mission impossible. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, John wick. Yeah. Well, I, I think particularly the mission impossible movies, like Tom Cruise did just make a decision with, uh, basically ghost protocol. Mm. I would say where he was like, I'm going to be Jackie Chan now. Mm -hmm. Now I want to be like Jackie Mm -hmm. Chan. Mm -hmm. Because, like, it is that same, like, commitment to doing all of your stunt work and fight work yourself. Yeah. And also, like, infusing all of those moments with, like, personality and comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, like, I the The moment in Mission Impossible: Fallout where you know he's Cruz is chasing uh, Henry Cavill and he gets to the window and he's like taking a second and Benji's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm jumping out a window." Yeah. Or the the bit on the side of the Burj Khalifa where uh, he gets to the end of his line and Jeremy Renner's like, "Your rope's too short." No shit. <laughs> like those those feel like they would be at home in a Jackie Chan movie. Well,
0: and again, this is not a new thing to say at all, but what's so great about Jackie Chan is his ability to uh, perform some of the best stunt choreography while simultaneously acting his heart out. Yes. You know, I mean, he's Mm -hmm. still very expressive with his face. He's still emoting everything. I mean, that's where a lot of the comedy comes, is he's doing these things that are completely exhausting... And on top of that, he's acting like you can. T- I mean, that's a thing you watch certain stars like do their own stunts and you can tell that, you know, they're doing their best, but they're trying their best to keep up with the choreography and they're just concentrating on getting the moves. Jackie Chan knows this so well that he can just the, the moves are almost secondhand. Now he can just completely act the scene now yeah, playing the character. Yeah. And it's great, too. I mean, that's like I said, where so much of the comedy comes in we also got to talk about you cannot have a big kung fu film without an axe gang. Like that's a requirement. <laughs> Alex- Alexis was
3: fucking
1: alarmed at the axe gang.
0: Wasn't that the best? It's like, oh, I, every one of the restaurants I, gone. I
3: had no words. And then Zach was like, no, that's a real thing. And I was like, what? It's just, axe yeah, axe gangs
1: were a thing. Oh yeah. They were a
0: real thing. Yeah, they- and boxing, real thing. Axe gangs, real thing.
1: I, Listen, me and the boys are going to start one. You gotta. Listen, your Hong Kong restaurant will not be safe. It's like, oh, don't you worry. My axe gang never fails.
0: Yeah, but there are chairs in there, bro. Yeah. There are tables and chairs in there with Dude, Jackie Chan. You're screwed. Can we talk about the bamboo?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, so, God. Yeah, this scene. Terrifying weapon. Uh, it's Jackie Chan and the, uh, the film's director, uh, Lau Kar-Lung, um, who are trapped in this restaurant as they're being attacked by this axe gang. And Lao Karlung Lung gives Jackie Chan the stick of bamboo, yeah. which gets kind of like frayed at the end. Yeah. And Jackie Chan takes his shirt off and kind of ties it and to the end of it. he
0: spits broth onto Jackie Chan yeah, and the so bamboo to make it all slick and oily.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is a great mm-hmm. visual. Yeah.
0: You just, you buy it. Yeah. You buy it. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible. Like he's just whacking all these henchmen, and because the end is frayed, like, everyone's getting, like, cut up because bamboo, dried bamboo is incredibly sharp. And he, he's mm-hmm. really whacking these guys. Yeah. Absolutely whacking. And remember, back in back in these days, uh, uh, you know, background stunt guys, they would only get paid if they appeared on camera. So <laughs> they would just be stunt guys waiting around on set all day. And if they weren't used, they go home with no pay, which is why... So many of these guys are like, put me in, put me in, whack me, kick me, do it, throw me down a, a staircase.
1: I got to get hit by Jackie Chan. Yeah.
0: And so that's why so many of these stunts <laughs> are just completely gnarly is because they're giving it their all because they actually just want to go home and get a paycheck.
1: Which is fucked up.
0: It is fucked damn, up. But it's also,
1: goddamn it led to some good movies. Clearly makes, that's clearly the way to do it. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait.
0: No, no, no absolutely. No, no. Cre- I love it when the, uh, when um, the master, like he kicks the stairwell twice and on the second kick the whole thing just collapses and all of the goons just go crashing down
1: looks extraordinarily dangerous yes
0: <laughs> it's crazy the, the stunt falls that happen in that sequence are, are absolutely amazing but I, I found out actually i read online um that uh lao Long, the director uh who ends up taking an axe to the back and then dies in a kind of a humorous way um he he directed most of the film, but he, him and Jackie Chan didn't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Like uh, Larkar Long, he wanted to do a lot of wire work, you know, and he liked to do a lot of slow motion in his movies. And Jackie Chan was like, "No, no, no! It's no 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 slow motion." There's a couple of shots in here that are slow motion. Like, but they use it mostly for dramatic moments. Yeah. But he wanted to do a lot of slow motion fighting. Jackie Chan's like that completely takes excitement out of it. And also no wire work. Like if we're going to jump from this part of the room to the other part, then we're going to fucking jump. And uh, eventually they were just, they were just kind of not getting along enough where he left the project and Jackie Chan, that's why he gets director credit was because he took over and finished the film. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he was directing, I believe, during the entire steel plant sequence, because I think they were shooting in chronological order. Okay. So that whole four months, that was what Jackie Chan took over. Um, But yeah, absolutely incredible.
1: Well, that's good to know, because Alexis and I were having a discussion as to, like, how much of this Mm -hmm. is wire work, and you're saying... Yeah,
3: because I was like,
1: little to was there
3: any... That's crazy. I think there the was some lips that they do. The like spins in the air that they do. Like that shit is bananas.
0: Well, Jackie
1: Chan started we got off. B A N A N A
0: S. Remember he started <laughs> off in the circus, you know, so he's doing circus du Soleil and, and all sorts of, um, gymnastics and stuff like that. And that's how he ended up getting into yeah. acting.
3: So oh. a lot
0: of that stuff, he's, that's just what he trained for when he was a kid. And kept going on. Wow,
1: It's yeah. crazy! You know, what, Alexis, what you I've, uh, I've I've got a question for you because you know I I mm. kind of uh, you've you've described yourself in the past as kind of a, a little lad or you know I think that kind of goes hand in hand mm-hmm. with being a little a little rascal or a little scamp. Uh, mm-hmm. How would you uh, rank Jackie Chan on a little scamp scale? On a
3: little scamp scale? Yeah. I mean, is. I'm trying to think Are there any other top scamps That I could even like rate Against Jackie Chan Or is like he the unrateable scamp
1: I mean I would um, say that Bugs Bunny Is a little scamp
3: Bugs Bunny is a little scamp
1: He's You're gonna put Jackie
3: scamp. Chan against Bugs Bunny I don't know well, there's a I reason find that Jackie I Chan funnier than I find Bugs funny. Bugs Bunny funny well, That you know was hard to say <laughs>
1: What I would have liked to see at some point is a film that was in development after Space Jam, which was supposed to be called Spy Jam and was supposed to star Jackie Chan and the Looney Tunes. And as a kid who grew up watching Looney Tunes... Mm-hmm. I quite would have liked to see that they because, did a
0: spy movie with brendan fraser uh
1: yeah the but that was after a bunch of different movies went in and out of development interesting, and one of them was supposed to be like a full blown spy film that was uh co starring Jackie Chan, which I think makes a lot of sense because like that would have been incredible I don't know, like the duck gag on the train like there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of bits in this movie where I'm like, yeah, this feels like a cartoon uh. Yeah, I think that would have been a fun film.
3: The ending feels the most cartoonish, where he's like, he said, Master, he says it not only ruined his eyesight, but his brain too. And then Jackie Chan just like turns around and he's like stuck on stupid.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> he's about quacking like a duck and has his eyeballs crossed. About that. So when I first
0: rented this movie back in Arcata, it was the American release. So when at the end of the fight, he blows bubbles out of his mouth and uh-huh. credits right then is when it cuts oh, to the end credits. So really, I couldn't find this. I could not find this movie on Blu-ray forever. And then last year, Warner Brothers did a remastered and released it for the American market. Uh, until then, you could only get the, the Hong Kong Blu-ray and Ooh. I bought it immediately And it has the Cantonese Mandarin versions And the original to Cantonese So I watched it in Cantonese And it's the original subtitles And also the original ending Which is him basically being um, Mentally uh, challenged Mentally broken Mentally broken because of the alcohol poisoning Which they had cut from the American release Because they thought it was Just a little (laughs) They thought it was in bad taste They thought it was a little in bad taste So they left that part out (laughs) Um I, I don't love the ending. <laughs> because it kinda makes me feel bad.
1: I'm like, oh <laughs> I thought he was just gonna have a hangover. Hell yeah, Alexis! I thought he, he was, was just gonna feel stick it. to your stick to your because goddamn guns. I saw
3: him drinking this industrial alcohol, and I was all, "I got a feeling that's real bad for you." Like, like you know, alcohol yeah, no. kills brain cells. It, it makes but you're sense. You're drinking multiple pipes of industrial alcohol, and when I mean, he's at the end, I'm all, "You know what? That tracks." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not dinging the movie for not being true to what would actually happen. It just was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> don't, if I don't had like a dollar,
3: yeah. But I mean, like, if you've ever if you've ever rewatched Rush Hour, it's not as funny as it used to be either. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a little. <sighs> I've racist never seen and Rush stuff, Hour. You know, so I think that's, that's fair for a movie that came out in what the '90s. That, you know, it's a little poor taste there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well.
3: Uh, It's okay. I have poor taste, so.
1: (laughs) We love it. Hey, listen, if you didn't, if you didn't, this whole venture wouldn't have started in the first place.
3: Mm -mm. Mm Which is true.
1: Um, But uh, one other thing that I would like to bring up is uh, this film has one of my favorite, like, just like goons who shows up for like a scene. Is it the guy with the hat, the yeah. ponytail, no sleeve vest, yes. uh, and a it's flaming the chain the wrapped around scarf. his yeah. wrapped around his hand? <laughs> he looks he looks like he belongs in Mortal Kombat. I know
0: he's like he's like the best Mortal Kombat <laughs> character that isn't from Mortal Kombat. The fact that he takes the chain like cocks his fist back and winds up the chain onto his fist to use his velocity for a super punch (laughs) is just incredible.
1: It's it's something that you like, you never think you'll see in live action until it happens. It is
0: one thing that I think Mm -hmm. the English dub improves upon that you don't get in the original is in the, in the English dub when he like marches towards Jackie Chan with his super hot chain, like around his one arm they just have him shout, one hand!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. And it's kind of the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and every time I watch no. the original language version, I'm like, ah, there's something missing.
1: One hand! Yeah, it's like,
0: it drives home the Mortal Kombat aspect even more.
1: Oh my God, thank you for telling me that. That's a yeah. fucking so hysterical. If you, can, if you
0: can only rent it and you get the English version, well, you're, you're in for a treat. There's, yeah, there's a treat. something
1: there for you. I want
3: to... Yeah. A- I do actually want to hear the English version because I want to hear what the mother says, like, throughout the movie in, like, what they would translate it to English. Mm. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: And she I know says, that in the English She says, like, dub, all
3: sorts of out-of-pocket shit, so...
0: Jackie Chan does his own uh, dubbing. Oh! So it is Jackie Chan. He's just speaking English, but over top his his parts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Also, uh, in the original Cantonese version, the end credits has the original uh, song that Jackie Chan wrote for this movie. Yeah, Jackie Chan was like a pop star as well. Yeah, he's a pop star as well. Like, apparently in in China, he's known uh, for his music just as much as for his films. Wow. Yeah, Hmm. and he's got a really good voice. If you listen to the end credits song, it's actually kind of a a bop.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah, no, it's he, he. sounds better on that than he does when he's singing "I love you" or "I hate you, Daddy." Yeah, that's, not a, that's he, not a great one. He's a little sauced. That's that's the uh, the ballad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sort of a moodier a moodier piece. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, the one other uh, little bit of trivia that I thought was interesting is uh, the steam train that is used in the movie's opening. Mm-hmm. One that was a uh, that was a Lao Karlung. lung thing he always wanted to do like a scene in this part of china oh nice um and they you know got permission to use this steam train which apparently was used by china's uh final emperor oh wow yeah no shit
2: yeah Uh
0: that's cool
1: fun little bit of trivia i dig that yeah i i I was like fiending for like behind the scenes stuff of this movie and i just i couldn't find much i I'm glad
0: you brought up the train because, I mean, that takes it back to the beginning of the film. And something that this movie, I think what makes it like the perfect uh, kung fu film is it does what a lot of good kung fu movies do, which is it just wastes no time. Yeah. Once you're in the movie, there's suddenly already a fight happening. Yes. You know, because someone tries to pickpocket the dad. And he's chasing after the pickpocketer. And then they exchange the ginseng. And it's just like, it's one fight after another, after another, after another, after another. And it, it's, it's like, it happens organically, but for, sometimes for the smallest of reasons. Yeah, but that's there's fine. The, yeah, there's the fight, a fight yeah, There's
1: the fight with uh, Felix Wong as the uh, fishmonger. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'll give you free fish if you're drunken boxing can beat me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I love it where the fight ends and that's it. There's no
0: animosity. It's just yeah. like, oh, how much do you want for it? Ah, oh, it's on the house. Yeah, they're boys. You all saw it. It was a draw. It was a draw. Everyone was back to
1: Well, do we have anything else, or is this a good spot to wrap up? I think it's a good spot to wrap up, but, yeah,
0: I'm so glad that we reviewed Drunken Master 2. It, it's, if, you're, if you're listening and you love fight movies, if you just love fun, good comedies, this is, it's, it's everything wrapped into one.
1: It's so good. Hell, yeah, it is. Good for showing your friends. Well, we're going to roll right along with Asian Cinema Month. And uh, Alexis, what country we've been to? Hong Kong, we've been to Korea. Where are we hopping over to? Going to Japan,
3: baby. (laughs) What?
1: Jesus! I think he even said that at one Uh, point. He said you sound like MacArthur, and then you (laughs) said we're going to Japan, baby. Yep,
2: (laughs) that's an actual quote.
1: Uh, General MacArthur. He was the guy who he was in charge of the
0: American troops in the Pacific Theater.
1: Yeah, yeah. He helped drop Japan's new constitution, I believe. Yeah.
0: So I believe he did say where we ho- where we jump into next, yeah, and, and I believe he said it was we're
1: going to Japan, baby. Yeah, I think
0: it was Truman that said we're going to Japan, baby.
1: Jesus. <laughs> well, Alexis, a no. little bit of history for you. No. <laughs> What
3: what Japanese film, okay all right we're rolling along all right. um so we're 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 hopping over to Japan for twenty twenty ones drive my car, which Ooh. um I'll be totally honest, totally forgot the director's name. I think it's like ruiniusukiya
1: R- 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 like Ryasuki R- 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 Hamaguchi, which Hamaguchi
0: has a new movie coming R- out R- oh, I did not yeah. know that. Oh, does he? Yeah, it's playing at Cannes oh. right now. I'm excited to see it. because oh, drive fuck, my car. Yeah. a fucking awesome movie. I've never seen it. So you I'm haven't exce- seen
3: Drive My Car?
1: All right, about well, well, to won, change. Um, I was busy watching oh fucking it the won human Best centipede.
3: international <laughs> film back in for 2021's uh, year. Nice. So nice.
0: I'm excited to revisit it.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, where can we find it? Yeah, if you are looking because I don't own it, actually, watch Drive My Car. You can find it on Max. Max. Yeah, not Evan on Max. And if you want to find us, the Film Majors, you can find us at Film Majors Pod on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. And if you want to shoot us an email, let us know what are some of your favorite films from the continent of Asia. You can email us at filmmajorspod at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. I think that's going to just about do it. Alexis, I'm excited to view this film. Woo! Well. Alright, hell yeah folks. Peace out everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye-bye. bye, bye.
2: Bye.